Before we get to the episode today, I want to thank our sponsor, Surf Prep Sanding. Whether you're looking for the highest quality of sanders, dust extractors, or abrasives, Surf Prep has what you need to take your project to the next level. I've been using Surf Prep for a couple of years now and know firsthand the quality of their products. The amazing family who stands behind their brand is by far the best in the industry. Use code MAKERLOUNGE, all one word, for 10% off your order at surfprepsanding.com. All right. One third of young people suffer from it, and 70% of everyone else is likely to experience it at some point in their lives. Now, I'm not great at math, but that means that a total of 89% of people have or will experience this in their lifetime. And I'm not talking about having deep regrets for not following the guests of today's podcast sooner. We're talking about imposter syndrome, something I struggle with when I talk to today's experts. I use that term very loosely. Welcome to The Lounge. I'm Matt with Voltner Woodworking and your host of the Maker Lounge podcast. I'm Trey. I'm Steve. And I'm Nick. Finally not muted this time. <laughs> and these three <laughs> my amigos and I are going to figure out who is the imposter. You guys, this, you're in for a treat. That's all I got to say. Okay, I'm going to text all three of you individually right now. And one of you is going to be the <clears throat> imposter. Oh, and Price I'm, is wrong, Bob. I'm, <laughs> and you can't say if you're the imposter, okay? And uh, I'm going to text a secret word that you have to work into the episode at some point. And we have to guess. Have you guys played uh, Among Us? Have you seen? Do you know what Among Us is? No, sir. It's, it, Fungus? It's a ga- <laughs> No, that's that's from the pre-show. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was a good segue. <laughs> it was. If you don't know what we're talking about, go check out on YouTube the uh, the pre-show. Uh, yeah, we're not talking about bunions and fungus. <laughs> well, there was bunions, but not. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> So I'm going to text a, a, a word that the imposter has to work mm. into the conversation throughout the episode at one point, at some point. And if nobody is on to this person, and anybody can make a guess on who the imposter is at any point. So if you hear a word mm. that just sounds very strange, you can make an accusation, but you can only make one accusation. Trey. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh so you can only make one accusation and uh so if you um it's very hard to talk and type at the same time so i've texted one person don't look at your phones quite yet um but try to work in this conversation try to work in the conversation this word that i'm texting you right now okay so we talked in the pre-show trey why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you think imposter syndrome is we all i think we all have different thoughts and definitions well exactly and that's sort of why we kind of went into the conversation but uh imposter syndrome to me originally was more or less being in a crowd of people that i don't feel like i belong in or i haven't achieved the same success as those people that was the short version yeah that was very short yeah i'm still (laughs) typing (laughs) (laughs) nick what's your what's your thoughts on what is imposter syndrome? No, I think that's a good one. Um, when you get into a, a field or a realm of, of people that you, I don't know, uh, really respect their work and you, you see how good um, maybe somebody you look up to and then you're kind of in that same circle and you really have that feeling of like, man, I'm not as good as I thought I was or I don't, I don't deserve to be here. Um, I think that is kind of a, a really dampening and crippling feeling sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I was I was texting you guys, so I wasn't listening. So Trey, can you start over again? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't multitask. <laughs> Steve, what's your what's your take on what's imposter syndrome? 
Uh, to me, I think it's just Ditto. feeling like I can't give somebody <laughs> yeah can't give somebody <laughs> advice on something that I'm talking about because I may give them bad advice or you know I may not have all the information I need to give them the correct advice, but uh, just not feeling qualified to to help them through something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So by by now, I've texted all three of you guys individually. So so somebody knows that they're in the imposter. Uh, so the the game Among Us, my son plays it. Basically, there's a bunch of these like alien creatures. They they run around this spaceship, and uh, there's an imposter that is basically trying to sabotage their missions. And people can guess who the imposter is in in that. And I just thought it would be kind of fun to put this little spin in here. Uh, so, All right, so, we, so we get a guess one time. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? So, so you got to be sure that it's like, yeah, that you're like, somebody said something that sounds very strange and you can be like, I, okay, I want to, I want to put my guess out there. I think I know who it is. And it could be me too. Like, so Ooh, you never know. Oh. Right? So this is, you know, Always a twist. So the only Always person that you know is not the imposter is if, if you got a text that says you're not the imposter. But you guys mm. don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, crap, now i got to listen. <laughs> uh, so we talked in the pre-show. There are uh, There's a bunch of different views of what an imposter is, but there's some, like, high-level categories and different um, different you know, ways to interpret what imposter syndrome is. So, you know, I think for me, the, the biggest thing is like forgetting, forget those subcategories. But for me, it's like you, you do something and you, um, people start kind of questioning, you know, certain aspects of what you do. And then you're, you can only go so deep. And then once you reach that point, when you start the question answer period, you, and you come to a point where you're like, Ooh, I really don't, I don't know as much as I thought I knew. And then you start mm -hmm. kind of like getting into that self doubt kind of, kind of phase. And I think that's something that a lot of us deal with in, you know, cause we're, we're doing posts and you got to keep it fresh and you got to do different, different things and, you know, try to expand instead of just doing, you know, being a one hit wonder and just doing one, you know, thing it's, it's like, okay, well that was cool. Now what, what else can you do? So you like try to keep expanding your, you know, your portfolio, I guess, if you will. Certainly. So as we do that, it's like, you, it's hard to go, it's hard to go deep in a particular subject without like, I mean, I guess you could, you know, there are, I guess there's experts out there. But no, just sort of like you brought up in the pre-show, I mean, laser <clears throat> in general, there is so much to it between, you know, using light or burn or any program and then having a fiber laser or having right. a CO2 or a diode, like every one of those lasers, which yes, most of us have them all. There are so many different variations that, no, we cannot know every single aspect of that. And I've been in those right. shoes many times. Right. Yeah. When I post a, a video and then people start, like they'll message me on Instagram. I'll post a video on YouTube and they'll go over to Instagram and start messaging because that's a better way to, to message people. <clears throat> start asking me questions and I'm like, ooh, I can kind of, you know, can it, can it laser engrave this particular like weird Sub, you know, weird uh, yeah. substrate or something like that, and you're like, oh, I yeah. have no, like, no idea. So you spend the next like twenty or thirty minutes researching it just to answer the one question for the person who's probably <laughs> not going to use your affiliate code the, <laughs> at, at all. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're work, working for free at that point, yeah. but <clears throat> it's all good. Uh, you know, I I know that. I mean, I enjoy it. It gets me to to learn more. So I guess that's a good question. Does does the having imposter syndrome make you uh, research harder or like go deeper into the subject, or like what kind of personality do you guys have? Do, do you just say uh, screw it, I'm going to move a different direction, or do you try to learn when people start questioning? I'll I'll dig I'll dig hard. Um, just how I've always been. If I see something I don't understand, then I'll either try to figure it out or learn with them mm -hmm. yeah you're uh what is it bunion hound you're a real bunion hound in that 
If you don't know That's what that is, go. <laughs> good. I know. I was... <laughs> are are you wagering a guess, Mr. Steve? No, no. I I just asked okay. a question. I didn't I didn't accuse anybody. <laughs> that would have been good. I, I should have totally made that the secret word. Or did that would have been good. <laughs> Nobody would have questioned or it. Or did I? No, yeah. not at all. Bun- bunion hound, bunion hound, bunion. <laughs> Man, he's used it like six times. <laughs> yeah, start getting you to guess. Uh, yeah, no, and the word, the secret word is not feet finder either. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot of great uh, discussion there in the pre-show. Uh, some fun stuff. Uh, it was. Jimmy, it always is. Jimmy McAnally, uh had asked, what's everyone's trigger for the feeling of imposter syndrome? Uh, is, is it someone else's comment about the work or project? Or seeing someone else, uh, someone else's project in that category? So I know we talked a little bit in the pre-show, but Nick, you want to take a, a stab at... At that, what's what's your biggest trigger for feeling imposter syndrome? Yeah, absolutely. There are two guys here in town. that are incredible, incredible carpenters that I work with, and um, you know, I do a lot of work on my own in my own shop with my own business. But a lot of times, I'll work with them um, on maybe a new build or remodel or something like that, and I feel super confident and confident in what I'm doing until I get around those guys and I'm just like, oh, I don't know, Jack. Like, these guys are way above my league and that's when I really start to feel a lot more, I don't know, unqualified and, like, I don't belong in that realm. Um, but, but they've been doing it for a lot longer or or about the same amount of time? Um, I, it it kind of depends on... Like, they have a different type of experience. One mm. guy has been doing it since he was a kid and mm. he has experience from uh, roofing to general contracting, rough framing, but he is just an artist. And yeah. if you haven't figured this out yet, uh, as a carpenter, your, your greatest asset is problem solving mm. and um, just being able to problem solve a situation in a really creative way that makes the end product look fantastic it is a true art and a skill and some of those guys are just incredible at that um yeah. but on the flip side man i'm learning a ton when i work around those guys and yeah. so then when i go into you know a similar project down the road my confidence is is boosted by the experience and the things that i've learned yeah i i find that i, I get more uh imposter syndrome when it's somebody who's younger than me doing something that's better like, than you that's better yeah yeah which i mean it's pretty easy to do i'm a generalist <laughs> in a lot of categories <laughs> uh not, not picking on you steve but uh moving gears over to you steve <laughs> yeah jeez no not, we're not probably, we're, out, probably but... we're, well. we're only a couple years apart so <laughs> Yeah, probably. Uh, but, but you're you're a ge- you're a generalist in a lot of uh, different things. Um, yeah. And but like, is there one thing that you think that you're like uh, a subject matter expert in? No, I don't. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I not feel, me either. I feel like I'm just yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm just going to be learning until the day I die because you know um, there's so many different aspects to all the different things we mess around with in our shops right that, um i just I, I don't know i i'm still finding ways to get better at stuff i thought i was really good at until i you know found another better way to do it mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't i don't know I, I i feel like you know cnc stuff and and laser stuff i'm getting pretty good at yeah. um i'd like to get better at you know furniture and stuff like that but um yeah i don't know that's a it's hmm. a great question can I talk on to that? Yeah, and what absolutely. Steve was saying. So, the guys that I have been around that are the most skilled are the ones who are the best students, and the people who are still mm. struggling to learn are the ones that talk like they know and have all the experience. Mm. And so, 
you should always be a student till the day you die and always seeking mm -hmm. to learn from whoever you are or right. whoever you're around. So mm -hmm. I, I think that's not an indication of your skill level. I think that's an indication of your mindset and what you can become and where you can go to. Yeah, that's good. Well, and I, I, that is good. A yeah. guy I worked with a long time ago, he, he told me, um, you know, I was in my 20s, he's like, you know, I'd rather... I'd rather learn from the experience of other people than try to figure it all out on my own and take that much longer to get you know better at things. And so I've always kind of had that that mindset, like uh, you know, try to try to learn from everybody around you you can because you know, I know I've mm -hmm. learned stuff from all all three of you guys um, just with the the stuff I've seen you do and, and share on YouTube and social media. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, depending on the audience, it's like. It's pretty easy to feel like an imposter, or maybe mm -hmm. you shouldn't be the one giving information mm -hmm. out. But yeah, For yeah. Sure. Um, so Jimmy also asked, you know, what's the opposite imposter syndrome? Um, so I, I think like having an imposter <clears throat> syndrome is is like a is humility. Like I think mm -hmm. it's you you're humbled in the fact that you you've you've recognized that you're not the best at something. For sure, it's right. it's not. Yeah. It I mean, through all the explanations and definition, it's not technically a horrible thing, like right. to experience at least once or so in your life. Like, if you say you never experienced it, then you're so narrow-minded that you are not yeah. doing yourself any justice at that point. Right. right. Uh, Steve, or uh, we'll we'll go with Trey because we just talked to Steve. So Trey, when people go, I had enough enough of you, Steve. Um, Thank you. Trey, what do, what do people go to you like and they say like you're an expert on something like what's your what would you say is your area of expertise cars I, no I'm sorry my either my internet or the server said the server couldn't connect I missed the entire question <laughs> IT he's in IT <laughs> I'm sorry I you guys were frozen. It was circling, and then like it just popped back up, and you said cars. <laughs> I don't... We, we, we all thought you were in deep thought. Trey. <laughs> ring, ring the bell. What do, you, what do you think I said? Ring the bell, because oh no, I don't... oh no, there's no. We're not, we're not editing that out. Come on, now. <laughs> we're keeping all of it. <laughs> no, basically, I, I was saying, what do you think? Like, if somebody was to go to you and say, like, oh. Trey is the expert at what? Like, what's your, what would you say is your thing? Uh, over the last couple of years, the biggest thing has been um, fiber lasers, uh, just fiber mm. lasers and tumblers and the work on the rotary and how to get it set up. That's been more or less, I've had more people pushed my way for that than really anything. Mm. So, even more so than like your profession, you think that you're more of an expert in like that type of thing. I'm, I'm, we can take it broader, like even to your profession or to like, yeah, whatever. Well, I, I, I was talking about directly on Instagram or, or the social yeah. media aspect of my hobby. Um, if you're talking work, shoot, um, more or less part selection on, on, on the car stuff. Cause people, if it's hard to find part, I can usually dig deeper through the internet than most of my other coworkers. Uh, so that would be, um, the hard to find parts would be that, that niche on that end. You use parts that is. So but, when you come, when you come across somebody who's, who's better kind of in that space, mm -hmm. do you, do you get the sense of imposter syndrome or are you like, Dang, they're better. Like I want to be like that person. Oh no, I always want to be better. Like teach yeah. me. You know, I I I won't take offense to anybody being better than me at anything. I'll sit right. back and hand you my hammer or do whatever. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> sh right. sh show me. Show me your <laughs> wisdom. Just, I mean, that's how I like, always am. I'm, I'm like Alexis I'm, in cabinet building. You know? Oh cabinet. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> please be the expert. <laughs> yes, please. No, I will say, I knew nothing about uh, tiling or backsplash or grouting, and she didn't either. And she watched YouTube videos for 
for solid two hours and she took right off on that and i just followed along i just yeah <laughs> we, just we know kept... she's the foreman <laughs> oh she was that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that's a big <laughs> i think that's a big trait you know for like if you are starting to get the sense of like imposter syndrome is like lead mm -hmm. into that i think you know yeah um i i like you said i don't think it's a negative thing i think that's it's kind of a positive thing it 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 marks humility in that you're you're not saying like i'm the best you know i'm the greatest now there is there are those people out there right and like mm -hmm. a lot of people follow them um and so there's nothing wrong with with taking that approach i mean if you are the expert in something then you're the expert in that thing certainly you know? and, and there's also i don't know how to, this plays into it but i think even it was brought up in the pre-show confidence i mean yeah. having confidence yeah. in yourself isn't always a bad thing either uh, it's just knowing when to say, "Hey, this guy is better than me," or "This guy knows a little bit more." Let's let's uh, see what he has to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll admit, like when I first started this podcast, I had a huge imposter syndrome. I'm like, I've never done a podcast before. I've been mm -hmm. on podcasts. I've never, you know, like I'm the first to admit, like I'm not the best at this. And then. I would get people messaging me like, hey, how did you, you know, man, you're so good at like doing the recaps and, you know, whatever, like little things like that. And I'm like, like, I'm not, I'm not the best in this, like, but, and then I started kind of getting that imposter syndrome. And then I just had to realize like, okay, I'm only a year into this thing now, you know, like there are people who mm -hmm. do this, like they do it twice, three times a week, you know, so I can't, I can't compare myself to somebody in that league i just have to you know and it's not even good for me to compare myself against anybody in general i've got to compare myself against how i was a year ago mm -hmm. you know how mm -hmm. i was and i mean trey you were in in episodes one two and three you know yeah. how much it's improved since then oh certainly 100 <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah. not that it was bad by any means but it is improved hand over fist yeah yeah so i think you it's good to lean into that kind of sense of imposter syndrome as long as it you don't let it affect you like I, I read off in in the pre-show some of the the categories of imposter syndrome so just at a high level there's the perfectionist so basically you think that um you know you've got a, a very high standard of something and whenever you kind of fall short of that um then you you feel like you start to doubt yourself and it can lead into having burnout and, and you know lack of self-confidence because you're a perfectionist there's a superman or superwoman there's the natural genius there's the soloist and there's the expert and that's just from one random website and there you know there's a bunch of different things out there but i think a lot of the the main driver of it of what they're talking about is that it can lead to this burnout thing and i've talked about that in previous episodes before um and i'm starting to see a lot of it like like resurfacing in social media because mm. there are these accounts that just blow up out of nowhere right mm -hmm. and i think that is a main driver behind imposter syndrome mm. like oh I've, i if if that if you want to put that into a category 100% i'm hook line sinker there yeah um that'll that that alone has made me question multiple times even staying on the platform. So, uh, yeah. Right. I'm right there yeah, with I mean, that one. It, because you, if you put out content and you think, like, this is, you know, th this may not be the best content, but this content is ten times better than some of my other content that has performed mm -hmm. really well. And, like, why, aren't, why isn't it getting clicks or, you know, why is it not getting engagement or, you know, whatever. So then I think that starts to lead you into that, that self-doubt portion you mm -hmm. know and then you start like then you start kind of having imposter syndrome of, of like a different sort it's like you kind of mm -hmm. are the expert in this field but you're not as qualified to portray that confidence or i don't know mm. steve you got any thoughts on that uh yeah i mean this is like class, it, you know, like I call on yeah. you when you randomly aren't expecting me to, to call on you <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> Yeah. Shoot. Think of Start reading on that first grade level uh, yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Quiet kid in the back, uh, Mr. Uh, Mosley. To he. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, Bunyan House. I could see it. <laughs> there he is. Uh, the uh, I, I don't know. I I could see how you know if you had an account that blew up. Like I mean, it, you've all seen accounts where you get like you know three hundred posts and they've got you know one hundred and fifty thousand, three hundred thousand followers, and I, I could see how that could be a um a bad a bad growth curve for somebody who's who's talking about things depending on what they're what they show on a regular you know basis right um yeah it's i, I don't know i i i i think we all have had you know little surges in our our followers in the numbers but i don't feel like i've ever had something get out of hand where um obviously i'm not at you know crazy levels like that so i don't know it, maybe it's maybe it's individually addressed right maybe it's yeah maybe it's not mm-hmm. not happening to everybody who goes through that crazy kind of growth curve but but for some i'm sure i'm sure they feel that way yeah i would say too that um especially on social media and even maybe more so in our realm we kind of put like a blanket metric of how good we are or or maybe what our success rate is um, based on follower count. And um, Mm. I think there's a lot of different aspects that could play a part into like, what are you considering success? Like, what are you striving to succeed at? You know, Mm. are you, are you striving to have a larger Instagram or YouTube account that works with brands and do different things, um, then, you know, you work towards that and you, and you, and you take measures to build your, your audience and your reach, or are you using that same metric to gauge your success as a tradesperson or, you know, a craftsperson? And in that case, it's like, your follower account isn't really indicative of your success. Some of the mm-hmm. most skilled carpenters I know have less than 2,000 followers because that's not their drive to build right. this massive following. Right. And so yeah. it's like, I feel like that becomes kind of a, I don't know, a misnomer mm-hmm. of success when we blanket it so big off of just one number. Yeah. Do you think that um, this this narrative of however many however many followers you have is a definition of your success leads to uh imposter syndrome absolutely trey what do you think i don't know steve (laughs) (laughs) he's having it issues again (laughs) (laughs) trey were you the kid that like threw the other kid under the bus like, oh no, that wasn't my hand raised. That was Steve's hand. <laughs> Steve, it's yeah, Steve's Steve. cheating. <laughs> Steve's cheating. <laughs> Steve's looking at my paper. I, I don't have. A good I just give it. You, I right? just give it to him. We both fail. <laughs> I need a bathroom pass. Yeah. That feels so good. <laughs> Boy, he just logged that right over to your fence, Steve. Yeah, he did, didn't he? What was That'll the question? Come back here? around. <laughs> No, but basically having a, like a, that false metric of the follower account being that if you have a lot of followers, then you must be an expert in something. And so, like, if you don't have that, then you start getting imposter syndrome. Or is it the opposite? Is it you've gained so many followers and you're not an expert in something, so then you have imposter syndrome? I think there's I a lot that, of ways it can I, go. I think that way sounds... Yeah. more correct i don't know yeah that, but, yeah it does for me too so i think so if i'm you wrong have the, if well if you have the <laughs> followers then you should in theory feel like you should be an expert on something right um mm-hmm. I, I don't have that problem because my followers just count pretty <laughs> low <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just riding that little bit of wave yeah <laughs> yeah uh all right. Well, you know, thanks uh, for not answering the question. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I have seen people with large accounts give advice that I'm like, Ooh, Ooh 
Yeah. Not going to correct you publicly, but that's not yeah. great advice. You, sir, should have imposter syndrome. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no, you, sir, are just an imposter. <laughs> just start handing out imposter syndromes. Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Is that I-S. a meme? I-S. We just say I-S. I-S. <laughs> and they're like, is what? Is what? Yeah. So <laughs> are you not doing due diligence if uh, if you see somebody give wrong information and not like try to correct them or or do you just i I let it fly I, I, there's no point in me starting an I argument it's not it's not that worth my time that keeps growing that's what i'm asking but i'm just saying like oh, because otherwise you? i'm a hypocrite because when i see those comments on on my feed i'm mm-hmm. like bro you could have just kept going like you don't yeah. need to sit here and try to school right like and half the time what they say you already know that right like it but there's no reason to like you're not changing their mind yeah exactly it's like politics you know yeah my my brother used to get into all sorts of political debates on facebook and stuff and he would he was the kind of guy that would like write pages of like a retort to somebody and he would just continue (laughs) to engage with them and then finally he's like he came to the realization like i'm not changing anybody's mind like Mm -hmm, for him it was just like an outlet to like and I think a lot of the times people just they want to feel smarter or whatever, so that's why they put all that stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And for him, it it wasn't necessarily that. It was like, You're an idiot. Like why would you think like this? <laughs> like don't you yeah. see? Um But yeah, the th- political the thing stuff about, and Yeah, the thing about that is like you go in so much detail and, and, and you, you work yourself up for somebody to literally to be able to hit one button and delete it. Like you just Right. You know, for no reason. Yeah. Like literally no reason. Or or just reply with complete argumentative retorts back and mm-hmm. like you're not you're not gonna change somebody's mind on an opinion thing for sure. No. And right. when you correct somebody's technique even, uh, it's not gonna be well received. But very rarely is a critique gonna be received well through electronics. Right. Yeah. It's just not. No. But maybe if, if I put it put it in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yell at him. That always works, by the way. Yeah. Uh, for you anybody know, like, taking our advice. <laughs> well, I, will I was say, gonna say. Oh, Go I was ahead, gonna say. Steve. You know, we were talking earlier. Like you brought up Trey's profession, and uh, I, I'm a I'm a civil engineer. Uh, my day job. And we have a huge company, and there is, there's all these different disciplines. I'm kind of a, a site site design engineer, and and there's you know wastewater engineers, there's um, environmental engineers, there's traffic engineers, just a smorgasbord of engineers that all have very focused. Smorgasbord. That's a fancy word. <laughs> <laughs> but they've all got like a focus, you know, in in these different disciplines where. I've just never had that focus. So when I'm dealing with a lot of these other engineers, I'm like, yeah, don't tell me how it is. You know, I feel there's like a little imposter syndrome there that Mm. yeah, I'm a professional civil engineer, but there's so many different aspects to it. Just like in the maker world. Right. I mean, yeah, we can be really good at one aspect, but somebody could school us in it. Mm -hmm. And then you go to something else and that person may not know very much about it where we're, we're more of the expert, but it, it it just varies day by day, right? Uh, Don Patterson mentioned in the pre-show. He he asked um, <clears throat> in in our community. He he said in or in real life, it takes experience to get over yourself and believe in yourself. And then he asks, is confidence the cure, or is is there something else that works? So if we were talking mm. about like how to get over imposter syndrome. Is it yeah. just to have confidence? Is it yeah. to soak in the knowledge? Like, what's the what's the step forward? Well, it's sort of, I mean, I, I kind of hit on that earlier. Like, you have to have the confidence to get over that hump to at least push forward to try something. Because you get so bad imposter syndrome that you may not even try to do something in a field you're unsure of. But you have to mm-hmm. to learn. Like, you just have to break through yeah. that wall. Um and move forward. Mm-hmm. But I think confidence is, is key in a lot of things that we do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
Or to just accept uh, failure. I mean, we all fail. We try things. <laughs> right. Yeah. I fail a lot. Uh, so, so, by the way, somebody has mentioned the secret word. So, it just if anybody's looking to make a guess, you can guess at any point. Um, and they'll, they're, one of the Patreon members will be a winner of some, some podcast swag. So, there is a little something online. Uh, any wagers yet? Anybody figure it out yet? I have. I mean, I have a guess both ways, but I I, I don't want to throw out my. Uh, do they have to reuse it? I'll just say it's not bunion. <laughs> it's not bunion. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bunion. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's not bunion or feet finder or OnlyFans. So. <laughs> we can we can keep going. Just wanted to throw that out there. If anybody had any wagers that they wanted to throw out their their guess. Okay. Hmm. Um. Okay. So let's see what other comments we had in the the pre-show. Um. So let's see. Jimmy mentioned that he says for me it's about recognizing the mistake on a project after it's complete. Um. So we, we kind of mentioned, you know, once you kind of get through with a project or, or something, a particular topic, let's say, like w when I do a YouTube video and I push publish and then some of the questions that come in, I'm like, oh, I probably should have addressed that. But maybe I'm not 100% confident on that piece of, you know, information. So like, then I start kind of getting that self-doubt, like, did I, did I do the video justice, you know? Do I even know what I'm talking about? Um, mm -hmm. You know, but but recognize your mistake after you've pushed publish or after you've done the project. Um, this kind of like mm -hmm. when he he mentions that's basically when he you know figures out that yeah that's kind of for me. Um, you know, I have imposter syndrome. Well, I think that you really have to recognize what what. What state are you in? Is this something where you feel inadequate in the sense of, man, I really need to learn more about this? Or are you in a state of, let's say, imposter syndrome where it's crippling and keeping you from moving forward? Um, because I think those are two very different distinctive things. Um, one being a healthy mindset of like, I need to continue to grow. I recognize where uh, I'm strong and where I need to improve. And, you know, like Trey was talking about earlier, researching and diving into those areas that you want to learn about and learning more and learning more uh, versus just spinning your wheels and focusing on the fact of I, I'm not great at this or I see somebody who's better than me at this and not going anywhere forward from that and that being a much more unhealthy side of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, let's go ahead and give a free guess to everybody for the uh, for the imposter. Steve, smorgasbord. Steve. Oh yes. Nick. Ooh, so we have two for Steve and one mm -hmm. for Nick. Trey, you you mentioned the what was it? Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. That did it for you. That what? was the word that I, I I got hung up on. Why? I don't know. Just kind of caught me off guard did i use it incorrectly no <laughs> <laughs> all right okay is that your final answer if i was to make it your official guess would that would you stick with it mm, yes nick how about you not that confident <laughs> <laughs> imposter <Ugh>. syndrome <laughs> <laughs> nobody guessed me Nobody gets me at all. No, I'm going with the odds. I'm going with Steve. The only thing really? that you threw out there was the the button, <laughs> which yeah, but and feed finder. Yeah, but yeah. you said neither one of those could be it. Uh, nothing else caught me off guard. Did, did yeah, when you it? said bunion wasn't going to be the word, I was like, oh no, not Matt. <laughs> did he disguise himself too well? I think he Nick, did. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm going with Steve. What if what if Steve is right and it's Nick? Trey, you want to change your answer? Mm. Mm. No, I'm sticking. Sticking You're to sticking my guys. Steve. What yeah. what if Matt is trying to guide everybody else to pick someone else except him? 
Well, he threw right, himself true. under the bus just now, but I don't think he would pick himself in this Steve, scenario. Steve, since you guessed Nick, and Nick, you guessed Steve. Steve, you have a Wait. chance to convince uh, Trey? Tr Trey that it's not you. Wait, I do that. Okay, Nick is charged. Nick, you have you have a chance to to convince us it's not you. I um, I think Steve was the one that was talking whenever he said that he someone said the word, so it's like it's Steve. Oh man, that was too easy. I shouldn't have thrown that. I th shouldn't have thrown that out there after you said the word. Yeah, I, I don't know why you said that, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> was it smorgasbord? It was smorgasbord. I yeah. knew it! <laughs> so, so, I will say, I feel like that was very well disguised. I feel like... He did uh, a great job at that. He yeah. did. He did. I, I, bet I didn't register at all. Yeah. Till Matt well, said, "That's well, was that smorgasbord? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I like, totally what are you doing? <laughs> I watched his eyes go like, boop. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the, the word the word caught me off guard. Not that it was used incorrectly or anything else. It just, Thank you. It Thank was you. just not a. Uh, you know, there's a smorgasbord of people. Well, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm not saying this one way or the other, but I felt like that fit within um, both the context and Steve's personality. So yeah, it didn't it register did. at all to me. <laughs> Don't think that's sure how to take that. <laughs> okay, so you so, look like the guy who would use smorgasbord. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. Uh, since Nick disappeared on us, Trey, guess the number one through twenty-five. Take your one time. Through twenty-five. I'm gonna go straight. It's really with 18. not that difficult. Fourteen. I said eighteen. Whole numbers too, please. <laughs> My number. Eighteen. Eight, okay. Eighteen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. It's after 16, seventeen. 17. <laughs> Brent Jarvis. Brent Jarvis wow. is the winner. Brent Jarvis. Yes. Woo. Clean cut woodworking. So I'll be him. sending uh sending Brent some swag. Heck yeah. Right. Yeah. Good guy. So uh if you want to be uh, a Patreon member and have the chance to to win some swag from time to time, uh go over to patreon.com slash maker lounge podcast. Yeah. Um Is it is it gonna be a free month to Jimmy's website? <laughs> and by Jimmy's website, we mean Feet Finder. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to reference. Go back and watch the pre-show. Yeah, you gave away the punchline, <laughs> but they don't know the username yet. They, they haven't yeah. put it all together. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's some good, good conversation over there in the pre-show. Love doing the, the pre-show stuff. It's good. Um, okay, so. So just to wrap it up, essentially, from the the uh, imposter syndrome. Um, so imposter syndrome, not necessarily bad a bad thing, right? Steve? Mm -mm. No. No. I mean, there no. are a smorgasbord of, of imposter syndromes out there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But none no, of them I mean, is I... necessarily bad. Well, through our conversation of me not being sure of what exactly the way to look at it or think of it, I, I've come to the conclusion it's not a bad thing. It's humbling. It's um, knowing you can improve on a certain task, um, but there's also a negative side to it of never feeling uh, self-worth. So, I mean, it, it goes both ways, but there's good and bad, like anything. But Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's really all on your response to it. You know, are you, are you growing through it? Are you and just like any struggle in life, whether it's uh, physical, mental, you know, something like this, what is your response to that? Push through it, grow from it, grow through it. Now yeah. you said that right there. I mean, I if we put it in different contexts, I feel that way as a father all the time. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm just never, you know stepping up to where I should be like I need to improve but give it my all that's all I can do yeah yeah so has yep. your perspective on um imposter syndrome changed 
from the conversation. Mine? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I was saying before, I think yeah. uh, it has changed. I think it's not yeah. always a bad thing. It's being able to understand and be humble in uh, learning, even if someone's yeah. better, like ask questions, which I mean, I, we, most of us do because we want to learn, but well, you it's ask not, way too many questions, but that, you know, I, I that's do. The I'm point. sorry. <laughs> Just delete me out of the group. Don't stop doing that. Don't stop doing that. <laughs> That's the negative side of imposter syndrome. Is, yeah, there you go. Self-wallowing. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes me. No. Steve well, has your... Go ahead. We got some good friends. Well, I was going to say, I mean, seriously, like, I think a lot of times we, we were talking about being in a crowd of people where we feel inadequate and, mm -hmm. and like we don't belong. Don't step away from that crowd. Most of this, you know, people like that, especially if they're people of value, like, they'll welcome you in and push mm -hmm. into that and lean into being able to learn from those people. You know, yeah. don't don't allow that that feeling of an ina of inadequacy to cause you to withdraw yeah yeah i mean you guys haven't exactly. kicked me out yet so <laughs> man you're the leader good people I, I think it's good, good like, people that, find each other and stick together yeah. and then you easily weed out the ones that just don't work and hmm. we can yeah, go I, on a I different think, path but we've been down that road multiple there. times yeah, maybe yeah. after show <laughs> i've so, got a, i've got a good comment for the after show on that okay perfect so just for the listeners, um, you know, the, the four of us, we are we text each other often. And I think that's something that's important. You know, when you when you start having that self-doubt, um, you know, when you're when you're going through those slumps or whatever, when you want to celebrate the, the victories, like having mm -hmm. people who are like minded there to to cheer you on, because, you know, most of us, our spouses are tired of hearing about it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like when I, I posted my last YouTube video and I think like four people watched it. You know, and it's hard when when like there's such a little like a few few viewers watching that, you know, versus some of your other stuff. You know, like mm -hmm. what did I do wrong? You start kind of going on this like self pity, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. so it's good to like I text a couple of you guys and just like, you know, man, this just really sucks and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, it's those people who help lift you up. So I would say to the listeners, if you if you don't have somebody like that, um, you know, get into a. a a text group or you know instagram chat or something with people who who can support you and you know you can bounce ideas off of and things like that um mm -hmm. you know to get you out of that slump i think that's huge absolutely totally that that's the one of the really cool things i think about the maker community even woodworker community in general is that very thing that it has become such a tight-knit community right and even my wife has become friends with you know Trey's wife and uh, other people that I follow, and it's like I, that's all because of this community that is kind of built around it, which is a super cool thing. Which is what makes WorkbenchCon you know pretty awesome because it's like this this uh, reunion of people that have never met, which is you know kind of a, <laughs> a weird thing to say, but um, yeah. being able to have that community, those group of people that you can lean on um that have different fields of expertise and niches that you could say man i'm trying this out or i need to get this done help me with this or what's your right. experience on this and drawing from that you know i would say like even when you go to those events like there it very much feels like high school because there's like you feel like there's a freshman class and they even they, they literally they literally have a class that's like newbie class right mm -hmm. um, so yeah. you really feel like you're a freshman on campus and then you there's like the sophomores and you know juniors and seniors and stuff like that and like you just skip it you, you kind of feel like yeah. you know Junior if you're a freshman day. if you're a freshman you can't talk to the senior crowd but you absolutely can you and you should mm -hmm. you know i think yes. it's always good like whatever whatever group you think is like the next level up go talk to that group get out of your comfort zone in those events yeah. um, yep. Yep. you know we even have like the the patreon community for the podcast like the the chat isn't like super explosive in there like one you know there's a couple of people who put in like their their projects and stuff there's a different there's different categories within the the patreon community even that you know you can voice your you know questions or you know comments or whatever and uh, everybody in there is really cool. So, 
yeah find a patreon community or find a um you know a group that you can talk to and if if you don't have that um you know send me a message and i'll respond probably in a couple days <laughs> two, to, two to three business days <laughs> I'll just write a letter it'll uh, get there quicker <laughs> just like with us just like how matt replies with us right? yeah but if i get it <laughs> matt are you there yeah but if i get it it'll take me two days to read it so just make sure it's right. you know short and sweet yeah, concise <laughs> Yeah, you need a stenographer. Is it a stenographer? That person who like takes notes or whatever? Is that what it is? The- You're above my uh, league. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember, I'm, too I'm, stupid I'm, to talk I'm to still, you. I'm still <laughs> in kindergarten here. I'm still learning how to. So that would make me the natural genius in the imposter yeah, syndrome. Yeah, that's, uh, that's got one more one more syllable than smorgasbord. So, yeah. Stenographer. Stenographer. A person whose job is to transcribe speech in shorthand. Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. Man. Wow. He is a genius. <laughs> On, that <laughs> <laughs> On that note. On that note. Thank you guys for being here for the episode. Uh, thanks to Surf Prep for sponsoring the podcast. And uh, go check out surfprepsanding.com. Use the code MAKERLOUNGE for 10% off your hey. order. That's right. <laughs> what oh, a tray. Thank you to our... Oh, yeah, you got a Surf Prep uh, sweater on. Nick's got the Surf Prep hat. Oh, Steve, and I, just, Steve and I are slackers. the memo. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Sorry, Thank you love, to our, sorry, I prep. love my surf prep family. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon members, we got Jimmy McAnally, Victor with Wim Design, Justin with Calvary Customs, Brent Jarvis, Corey Devole, Bailey Thompson, Dave Garcia, Mike Holmes, Nick Poole, Ty with Shock the Fox, and Don Patterson. Head over to patreon.com slash maker lounge podcast. We're going to head over to the after show. Ooh. And that is a Patreon only exclusive. That's when the so, top comes off. That's right. Let's go. Oh, Thanks for listening. Your top off. <laughs> it totally froze. <laughs> That's why Surf Prep doesn't sponsor the after show. <laughs> uh, let's go over to that after show, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>